Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. of another woodshop podcast where this week we got a texas good old boy with fingers so tough they can stop carbide he went from filling growlers to starting growler domestics we got jordan gets here hey, <laughs> so not, guys. Was great Pete, you're getting better at this it's How only taken 116 you're good 170 you were a bartender before right oh yeah this is a good job right that was amazing. Have you ever listened to the show? Uh, typically, uh, those intros are garbage. And Pete's Usually. really brought it this time. <laughs> no, Pete really does. Pete really starts the show off hot with his hype man stuff. It's amazing. But yeah, we got Jordan here from Growler Domestics. Big thank you to Jordan for joining us. We uh, were supposed to have him on a couple weeks ago, but he was trying to do the saw stock trick on his grizzly and it didn't work. So uh, he, he just jammed a giant baloney through his grizzly and uh, took his fingers off. So we're going to... <laughs> We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that here uh, in the show. Uncut baloney. Yeah, uncut baloney. It's like an Adam Uh, Sandler movie. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, we're going to do, we're going to thank our patrons. So big thanks to our patrons. You guys are amazing. We really appreciate all the support you guys give us. And, uh, you know, I can't get the site to load, so I can't tell you if we have any new ones. <laughs> but uh, you guys are totally you guys will. are amazing. So yeah, eventually we'll, we'll eventually tell him we'll last week in the next one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah we did. Josh Murchie, big thanks to Josh <laughs> for joining up as a new patron. So big thanks to you. I think you're new. Who knows this thing? The whole new inter- the whole interface on Patreon is get- super weird now. So I don't know <laughs> yeah, what's it, happening. It does. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this at all. I don't like change, especially with my Patreons. Anyway, uh, so we got Jordan here. Uh, Jordan, we have a lot to talk about. We're very excited that you're here. Say something so they know what you sound like. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, thank Ooh. God. <laughs> I was that hoping was, you'd say baloney. That was but that's silky smooth. <laughs> I was that getting was... worried that his mic wasn't working. It was so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey man, let's, let's talk about what you got going on. What we, we, we do a couple segments here. We have, we have one where we go over, over reviews, but we're, we kind of like, don't do it when we have guests on, but Dan, and that's all we do anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's all we have as guests anymore. So, but Dan gets like, after the show ends, if I don't play this, go Black Betty, ramble him. He gets super mad and he says he's going to quit. And we just can't afford that right now. So, uh, I played that, but we're not going to do reviews. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) that's just what we do now. It's kind of our bit. So, we're going to go straight into our other segment, which is what's on my bench. And we're going to talk about our week. So, with that, we have another amazing jingle by the one and only Daniel Dunlap. What's on my bench? Gold. That is gold. <laughs> exactly. I thought, that, I thought that said, what's up, my bitch? <laughs> it may Half have. the people do. It may, yeah, at the time it may have been that, but we that's changed. That's the bit. Yeah, that's the bit. You that never know if it's That's a legal loophole bench. for us to play bad yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We There's a lot of swearing in this show, but we always say it's something else. So uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's start to Jordan first. Jordan, what you got going on? It's like a euphemism, a metaphor. If you will. Uh, you know, what do you got going on? What's what's, oh, ha- what's the matter for you? What does, what's the matter for you? What do I have going on, man? Regrowing a finger. Cool. <laughs> you can cool, do cool, that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were lizard people. Oh, dude, I feel like I am. I like, like for the people who have seen the stories and the photos, like to have my index finger pretty much already healed, and the other one, I'd say another <laughs> week and a half. You're like Wolverine. Is this just going to yeah. be a whole show of Jordan flipping me off? What's going on? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and oh yeah, workbench. What am I working on? Um, I don't know. A lot of stuff, and a lot of stuff got put on pause because of this. And uh, you know, I had a big surprise that I I let out today on my stories about uh, I got a saw stop. And uh, yeah, just a, yeah. a week too late. <laughs> yeah, you know, but in, when when this happened, I came back after the hospital, and it I turned the table saw on immediately while I was stitched up and wrapped up, and just to kind of get that out of the way and be like, okay, I can still do this. So there, there's no to not be a coward. Just that, uh, don't be a pussy. You know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just wouldn't turn it on and just kind of get that out of the way. And and I think that if I didn't have other people working with me, I'd probably still rock the Laguna, not the Grizzly. And add a baby. And uh, <laughs> but in the, the the way that I cut the saw, like I, I said in my video, like I'm still gonna do my cuts that same way. I just didn't have my desk collection on, and I you know fucked up. So. Uh, but have the saw stop now. I can now leave the shop. I can have my guys on the table saw, and I don't have to have that weight on my shoulders. Of so it's scary. It's it scary. Was, like having the was, other people there using your tools and stuff. Like you really start to be like, yeah, I need to have the safest option here. Like it's so totally. the decision to buy a saw stop came from this accident. It, it wasn't just a uh, coincidence that you had one coming and you actually accidentally cut your finger. Correct. Yeah. No. It was <clears> after the, after this happened. I, you know, when it, when it happened, I felt like I kind of like stuck my hand under a shower to check in and see if it was warm enough. And I was like, okay, I'm touching the blade. <laughs> and then I looked oh. at it. Oh. Yeah. And then I looked at it. And I was like, okay, all right. What do you do now? What do you do now? You're bleeding. You're like, where's the fire oh. extinguisher? Totally. I was like, where do you Wait, wrong you're thing. Like, oh, what am I supposed to do right now? I'm bleeding. It's gushing blood. It looks like a fucking murder scene in here. And, and I was like, okay, let me just touch it. Okay, we could still feel everything. We could still bend. Oh, everything. that's good. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, and then it's like, okay, all right, we got our fingers. You know, yeah. and this is all of like good. in like fifteen. And you tried to high five people because you do have your fingers. I was like, get like, away from me. I was like running through the through my parking lot, just like, what's up, everybody? Uh, <laughs> come I, on, I do kids. appreciate that you. I do appreciate you did that little breakdown video where you showed like my blade was. You know, a bee's pee-pee up above the wood. It wasn't like fully extended. I, I, when I see people running their blades like an inch above their wood when they're making cuts, I just cringe. I'm like, no, that's just, you're going to, hey, you could slip or something. Think yeah. about this. If you, you guys, I mean, they can't see this and we can do this on a live. Well, we, got, but like, we got the YouTube I've, video too. I have, so, yeah. I have the shape here, the same shape as this. I literally <laughs> took off a few layers of skin. The meat underneath wasn't touched. Oh, That's wow. So lucky, dude. So it's like, and I can feel everything. I haven't been in pain. There was no nerve damage. There was no bone damage. Like, it's 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 weird. I don't I don't want to crack the scab. I want it to heal properly. So I'm not really- Bone damage it. makes me do this, the thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of bone damage makes so, me want to- shouldn't It shouldn't even be <laughs> the joke in there. You want to know what damage. also makes Mike do that? Me slurping drinks. Oh, I'm, yeah. It's so <laughs> gross. I know. I feel, like I, I feel like when I do podcasts, I should- use a straw because i'm have the mustache like just hangs over i'm like i literally just grabbed my water and just poured it all down my i I was watching i was watching (laughs) what is happening oh man it's my first time drinking water no i mean that's beard sometimes we use like we have napkins with us so like oh afterwards (laughs) you should know i just go like this and it just absorbs in it's really (laughs) gross it smells like a landfill just brush it in (laughs) yeah well once it starts to curl under it just kind of Comes back yeah, here. it's like a catch. Yeah. It's like a catch. Right. I put I put really paste gross. wax on my face. That way, it all just runs just off. Right off. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I, I use like paste I wax see because it's, Wait, I it's got see a bunch of chemicals you do the in trend. it. I want to see you do that trend where it's like, yeah, I waxed this whole thing. Now, water don't even stick to it. And you, somebody throws a water bottle at your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deal. Yeah. Real. That's a real. That's, That's a, a real. That's real. a real. <laughs> That's a three thousand view real. <laughs> yeah, this is a trash. So, how is like? How is your? I mean, have you had any? Per, have you had any <laughs> outlook changes or perspective changes? I mean, what does this kind of? What does this do to a person? What do you? Uh, are you? What do you got? Fear. Uh, the saw. Anger. Fear. Yeah, you losing um, your finger. <laughs> <laughs> the old finger. Angst. Uh, no, there's no. There's no anger. There's no fear. Uh, I that's I think that was a big part of me coming back and in, into the shop. Coming back into the shop was kind of like a weird thing because I was like such a traumatic thing happened. Even though, <clears throat> even though it it wasn't bad, bad. <laughs> it's bad, but it's like, right. You know, it could have been way worse. I didn't lose a finger. Yes, uh, but coming yeah. back into the shop after the hospital uh, was kind of just a weird, surreal feeling unlocking the door coming in like how much how much time just passed in between the front type time that i cut myself i realized that happened ran to find someone to get me take me to the hospital 
And then, uh, you know, but I came in, looked at the saw, turned it on, and I think that was a big thing. And I, Jammed and another giant baloney through it. Well, you you wait for my, you wait for my saw stop demo. I'm gonna, I'm almost I'm, I just passed nine thousand nine hundred people and been waiting like six months to hit my fucking ten k. You wait for my saw stop. I'll stick my wiener in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to set up a sled though. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, you will, ladies. <laughs> but no, uh, I think you know coming back in. Just I think coming back in that same day and 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 turning turn into like what what could have turned into a fear. Uh, I think that that helped a lot, and I used. You can't. You gotta let it push you. You're like, you gotta move past it. You're like the Batman of woodworking. You had a fear of, of bats and you just flung yourself into a cave of bats. And yeah. You had a fear I, of saws and you just threw your Perfect wiener analogy. on it and all's good now for 10K. <laughs> that's a real. But that's a real. That's a, good, that's a really good point, though. Because, like, I feel like after an incident like that, if that happened at any other job, like, you almost need, like, permission to go back onto that tool. Like, who gives you permission? Who's, like, you said, what's the right amount of time to pass? And, like, you just gotta, you just gotta and, get past it. You just gotta get past. Back it. in the saddle, baby. I, I used I used the table saw today, the same one. <laughs> um, and uh, also, like, you gotta keep going. Like, I've got a, a laundry list of I don't know thirty orders right now that I have to get done. And I emailed them immediately. I was like, "Hey, just literally got out of the hospital five minutes ago. Decided it was a good idea to throw my hand in the table saw." So, <laughs> so how are you with red stain? <laughs> yeah, like, I, know, I know you were going for that like dark walnut look or that white oak, but how about the white oak with like a little bit of red? Paduke, <laughs> like, like, but everywhere. Almost like your favorite dog like took a red bath and shook it out. And yeah, then, like, but it's human blood. Yeah, blood, blood, sweat, tears, and everyone was like, "You know, it's a natural what? finish." True. No <laughs> chemicals there. Yeah. No DDT or whatever. <laughs> Deets. There's no deets. <laughs> yeah, no deets. So that's it. No I feel deets. you know. I feel good. I'm glad I got the saw stop. Uh, it's more. Again, it's more for. Uh, for for Garrett and anyone else who decides to come in and just need help need help. Are you going to keep stuff. the Laguna and use that as a dado saw? And that's so funny you say that because my buddy Chris came in today to help out. Um, and he was going to help me unload the saw, but it came late. But um, <clears throat> I, I think maybe, I think maybe um, it's I, the Laguna is a one point seven five horsepower, and Daniel and I were just yeah. talking about this. That's the F two, F one. Oh, the F one. Oh, okay. And uh, the new one's the three horsepower. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't really do a lot of data. Don't do, don't do a lot of cabinetry. And you don't need them, right? But maybe I do. I feel like maybe you do. I feel like I didn't. But you own it though. That's the thing. Like as a business owner, it's like you own it. So like, why get rid of it? I mean, mm-hmm. other than the space it takes. Yeah, up, you've already got the outfit. investment in it. Yeah. So right. I mean, yeah. I, I'm looking at buying another saw. I'm it's I'm kicking that for as a dado saw. I mean, I'm looking at doing that myself. But I don't know. That's well, I've seen day. it's hard to. I've seen people like when they have the same brand of saw at least. Uh, Put them together so that it's got one big giant table on it. But I don't know if you could do that with a saw stop in the Laguna. I mean, it would take a little finagling for sure to get the height. Shim it up. Yeah, Love but that's, that might yeah. be a good idea. Especially if you're going to put a dado on one of them. I mean, that yeah. would be The Laguna was about. like really, really good about um, like the feature of uh, popping out the <laughs> saw, the blades and switching them out uh, was really nice. Because before that, I had the Home Depot rigid for nine years, and it worked. And I, you know, and I, as much as I wanted to upgrade it, that thing was a, that thing was a workhorse. Like that thing was so good and so powerful in like nine years from Home Depot. Like, and then you sold it for almost what you bought it for, right? <laughs> no, I gave it away. Oh, you gave it away? But like I those things hold value like crazy. I like. I like, do they? Yeah, I, I sold mine for a good. Good penny. The rigid, one. Whole yeah, penny. I sold mine for I think like five fifty, and they're like seven hundred new. And mine was the like the one from like early two thousands. Oh, mine was like what, what year were we in two thousand two? Mine was the one that had the twenty twenty two cast Jordan. iron top. <laughs> Whose pants are these? Cut out in it. <clears throat> Where am I? Uh, <laughs> mine was ten ten years old, nine years old, whatever. But 
uh, yeah, I mean, they do. I've, I've, I've seen them online. I just kind of like browse Facebook or Marketplace or <laughs> Craigslist and just see what's out there. Uh, but it was, that thing had been beat to shit. Like, it wasn't level. I don't know how I got things out of that thing and made it look good. <laughs> and my buddy Stuart uh, hit me up and has come through the shop a couple times and he needed a table saw. And I was like, dude, just take this. Take it. Good on you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Fix it up. I just, you know, like, I think if you don't need it, I don't know. I mean, if it's worth something, great. If I'm going to get $1,000, $2,000, $5,000. But that, that, I mean, that table saw, he put he put extra love into it. He fixed it up. He leveled it out. I wasn't going to do that. <clears throat> I don't yeah. do that shit. <laughs> yeah. You're done. So. Uh, and so I was like, dude, take it. He's stoked. He fixed it up. It's working great for him. And it, it probably, I probably has another five, six years on it, if not more. Like I maintained it, but it just not that good. <laughs> Sorry, Stuart. <laughs> well, well, I want to hear, l- yeah, let's, I want to hear yeah, what Mike or Pete has done this week. Thank Sorry, you. Mike. <laughs> Pete, what have you done this week? Me, my week was very brief most of it was dust collection it's officially in i'm just now running like the the four inch flex hose stuff everything takes longer when you have to record it too because i got to record all that stuff for uh for laguna but uh the the hard pipe is done i ran the six inch pipe as far as i could along every run so there's two main runs one going to the table saw miter station the other one's going to the spindle sanders and joiner and um off of that i split off one four uh four inch just for like a hose to, like the rockler dust ride hose that blue one just to, for cleaning and whatnot in that bay and then i split off another one to the other side of the shop for cleaning as well because i don't need any dust collection on that side so that's all set i also have like plenty of room to run more if i need to and i'm i'm really blown away by how good that thing works because i had two six inch ports open and it was sucking up stuff out of my hand like it was nothing and it was big chunks from the from the joiner so super yeah. stoked for that and I just, because I don't live close to a Home Depot, I like overbought all the fittings. And of course, I ran out of the stuff that I really need and had to do multiple trips. But now I have all these fittings that I got to return. So that's a pain in the butt. And it's taking up space in my shop. Uh, aside from that, I am uh, I was going to do a custom cutting board for someone. And then I was like, wait, I have some downstairs. You want to look at these? So someone ended up buying one of the ones that I like did over the holidays and um, just got a laser engrave that, shipped that out. I've had a really, really busy week, uh, two weeks now of uh, Etsy. Etsy picked up. I bumped my um, Etsy advertising. So that's been kind of going strong. And Good. I made a couple of designs. So I've been, <clears throat> maybe that that's kind of building some hype around it too. And I don't know, maybe there's some other events that have been building that up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And that's pretty much it. It's just been like Etsy, getting stuff ready, doing prototyping. Uh, I sent some stuff to you guys to try out, so uh, we'll yeah. see. Uh, we'll see how it does. I wanted to ask so, you. Uh, yeah, I think last week or the week before we were talking about you doing the dust collection, and you were kind of going back and forth between uh, doing PVC piping and metal piping, and you went with metal. I mean, is that cheaper now? It is here. It's actually. Cheaper right now. It's actually yeah, cheaper it's, right here too. Wow, it's significantly cheaper. Uh, and actually, a lot of people asked me this question. I was going to do a reel about it too. Uh, that's the a cost was, <laughs> it was that's a real. The cost was almost double for PVC. PVC fittings were like an extra five to ten bucks per fitting, uh, on top of what I was paying. That's for crazy. The, uh, I mean, when uh, we Mike, when we ones. did my dust collection uh, back in when way was cheaper. It, it was cheaper oh. to use PVC, wasn't it? Way cheaper. Oh, it's almost two years ago now. Dude, yeah. uh, a PVC four inch PVC Y is twenty one dollars. Dang. Yes. I think yeah. So, okay, now that I'm uh, thinking y, about it, I think I, I think the, the Y's, Y's and PVC with like a four inch. It, the adapters are what get you. The runs are yeah. they're not so bad. Because that's the thing. The you can go with like, the lighter lighter pipe, the the green pipe that you guys have. Home mm-hmm. Depot doesn't stock that. I would have to go get it. Uh, yeah, the schedule thirty five some places. Yeah. So that would be cheap. Uh, that I don't know actually would if it would be cheaper than metal, but that's way cheaper than their standard PVC. But fittings are fittings. There are no lighter gauge fittings. You're just stuck with those. So right. that's where the cost was going to get me. Uh, and with the P Flex one, uh, as long as I have one four inch open, I'm fine. So I'll be okay. You know, I might leave like one of them. No, you're not going to collapse that thing with with. I would really have to try. 5. I would have to really. No, see you're, everything not, you're not up. going to. It's going to yeah, be fine. Yeah. That's the no, yeah. I, no, I, yeah. I, I left. I've done it all the time with mine and that when I had the metal. It's fine. <laughs> just I, I have metal. 
I have metal on the uh, CNC for the same for the P flux one. I think we accidentally close it all the time. It's fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're not. Gonna all right. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's fine. That's good to know because I actually I sent some people your way. They were asking me about the P flux two or three if they were getting that. I was like, you know, talk to Mike. He got the full lowdown. I think you have to go with uh, plastic or the that. What's that Nord one Fab. company? No, Norfab stuff. Yeah, yeah, that stuff is super strong. So that I think that's what I'm going to do get. for the new building. Norfab. Oh, oh, nice. Well, you're just yeah. going to be running into two machines, right? Or you're moving a bunch. Well, of there'll other be three machines, machines in there, but I want to. I want to yeah. wanna, wanna do it. Yeah, I think I'm going to just do that. I'm going I'm to talk to them about coming out and redoing. Because, well, anyway, I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. why don't I toss it to you, Mike? Uh, so it's weird. Well, just like as a programming note, just so everyone knows, we're actually recording this the week before Independent Day, Independence Day, because we had. Independent Day. An opportunity. Independent Day. It's independent. <laughs> it's not a plural thing. It's singular. independent of other we, days. We yeah. had an opportunity to have a couple guests. We don't. We weren't doing a show next week for the week of Independence Day. Dan's going on vacation with his family, and Pete and I were like, "Yes, let's take a vacation." <laughs> um, so we have. Uh, we actually we're recording this episode with Jordan, and then right after this, we're recording an episode with Jonathan Katz Moses. And it's it's weird because this episode we're recording first is going to be played after the one with Jonathan. So uh, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. weird to talk about our week. True. <laughs> I feel yeah. like the episode with Jonathan is going to be. Uh, I feel not like we might not go too week, deep so, into that yeah. week. Maybe we'll do like so a quick breeze gonna, through on that one. I'm going to go deep into the paint on my week for this one <laughs> since we uh, since we have the ability to, and I don't think it's going to happen <laughs> in the next one. So, um, so a bunch of good things are happening this week, and it's just been kind of a crazy, hectic week. Uh, we I got word that I got um, accept my pri- my pricing got accepted for this big office build out in the Bay Area for this company. Uh, a company I'm working with, I'm going in partners with. Actually, the guys who we had on the show recently, KBM Carbon, we're going in partners on that. <laughs> they are supplying all the lumber. Uh, they do, you know, carbon smart lumber, things like that. They're supplying all the lumber for that. We're doing uh, we're doing 10 tables for the employees and it's we're calling it the Voltron table. It's going to be all quarter sawn, white oak. Uh, the tables are going to all be able to connect together to make one giant table for a conference room to hold 18 people on it. Nice. So they're going to be they're going it's going to be really slick. So uh, who's, we're who's gonna, gonna what's move, up? Who's going to move them and put them all together? No no clue. Not, not my problem. Not I just build them. No English. <laughs> no English. So we uh we so we're I'm actually doing a long grain match. We're actually going to have to bring in big slabs cuz it's going to be uh well the math on it essentially works out to about 20 feet long on each side. So it's going to be a 20 foot long grain match. Uh, and then five feet wide with another 20 foot long grain match. So we're going to, the slabs are going to come in. It's basically, they're going to be all, I'm going to have medallions underneath. So there's like a one, everything can be lined up. So the grain match hits all the way down when they connect them together. I have custom latches being made by Bidwell, uh, and they're doing all the bases and stuff. It's all metal. (laughs) They wanted, uh. Modern, but not industrial. I'm like, okay, whatever that means. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So, that, uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you make a $200,000 conference table. So, uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we got that. We got that. And then we're doing uh, two bars in there and two conference tables as well. So, really excited about that job. That's we got to get those in cool. by October. Yeah, we got to get that in by October 1st, which isn't going to be a problem. We're going to be good on that. So, we'll have that in by October 1st. Um, and then uh, we just – I years – I said I'm never going to do a farmhouse style table. <clears throat> so I just finished this farmhouse style table. And man, I'll tell you what. I love this thing. It was such a fun build. We did traditional breadboard ends, uh, walnut top. Man, it was – I really enjoy doing the breadboard ends. That is so fun. I really enjoy it. And I hope to get more of these. By uh, traditional breadboard ends, you mean you just attached it with pocket mm. holes, right? Yeah, traditional <laughs> pocket hole breadboard ends. Really hole. nice. No, actually, we just did lag screws from the end straight into the uh, <laughs> edge grain. It was real nice. So Keys but we to plugged not them. Let the grain move. You, you can't even. Yeah, we plugged them. Yeah, we we made it so the wood won't move. You know that you can do that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Really nice. So well, before the, uh, that motor came in clutch, man. Yeah. yeah, no, we had double sided tape so it wouldn't move while we screwed it in. It was perfect. Um, it's real nice, but we filled it with epoxy so you can't even see the double sided tape. Um, so, um, and it was no, stain, we uh, stain grade. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> stain grade double sided no, tape. Yeah, it was super nice. We did it right. These people are going to be real happy. No, but this is uh, I actually really enjoyed it. And the base, you know, those traditional farmhouse style bases, they look. I don't like how they look in a house. I don't like them. 
I'll tell you what though, I like building them. It was a ton of fun <laughs> making it. So like, it really was like a lot of fun. Because it feels 45s, like you're with timber, not with like. Well, the knee wood. braces we had to we had to glue lamb up beams, and we had to make. Yeah. It was just super fun. Like it was just a fun woodworking experience. I wouldn't put it in my house, but the customer is like, I've sent him progress pics, and they're like, this is exactly what we want. And his like wife was crying. What's up, Jordan? Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I agree with you. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the uh, that style table bases, but they are so fun to make. Because there's so much so like, fun to make angles, so many angles and joinery. <clears throat> yeah, but what I was raising my hand about from the back of the class was progress picks. What yeah, are, what are your thoughts on progress picks? Is I my I my answer to that is no, and I yeah. still do it. And I think I do it when I think I'm a thousand percent sure it's perfect, and then they're like, no. but you do you do progress can you, reels? Can you? Can you? So for progress pictures, I actually like to show them what I can extract. Well, I like the customer to see the where it's at, and and I <laughs> this is the salesman side of me. I like them to understand like we're nipples deep into this project, and this is a lot of work. Like I want them to like see that we're like we're really like <coughs> yeah. We, I want them to be like, oh, they are really this is work. Like they're not just slapping out a table. Like I like to show them some like pretty down and dirty progress picks and then i couple that with oh we just put the finish on like we we got the finish on today i sent them the picture and the customer's like the wife he said my my wife is literally crying so uh that kind of stuff goes a long way um a lot of times the reaction is positive i as of yet have not had a customer well that's not true i've had some smaller projects that weren't big like furniture pieces <clears throat> where the customer was like that's not what we wanted so well, I'm not. You know, I've never, I've never had I get that. what Jordan's saying, though. I've had I've had yeah. it to where you send prog- progress pics, and the and the clients like, oh, that looks great, but can we can you can we tweak this or can we do yeah. that? And, and then then it it's like, oh gosh, come on. No. Well, I just had yeah. I just had two clients come in, uh, and one I was doing it. I'm doing still in the process. I was waiting for these the hardware to come in, but this like weird shaped desk that goes into like this bump out of a house and i was like hey i'm still waiting for the hardware but we need to come in and check it out make sure that your your keyboard that's your custom keyboard that's going to go in here fits you know she had already seen a picture of it she's like it looks amazing but then she's like can i bring two friends and i was like in my head i'm like that means can i what can i bring two friends and like in my head i'm like oh i've seen this movie that means <laughs> that means that means that I know I got three people putting in other questions, you know, and then and then I was like, well, I'm working on this nightstand and these two these two night these two nightstands and this dresser, and she's like, and I'm like, hey, I know you want it minimalistic, but I think we might have to put some like hardware in or like leather poles or something, and she's like, well, can I bring two friends? And I'm like, god damn it, yes, am I going to tell you no? And, yeah, that's a bad situation to be in for sure. That's tough. You know, but she, I mean, you know, both of them came in and were just like, "This is incredible. This is better than I thought it was going to be." But I also had a situation where I had the client come in. They had, spe- they had spe- specified a specific color that they wanted of blue. <clears throat> found the color, painted the metal, told them to come in. Make sure that this is the height because I think that if you have it at 34 inches, it's going to be too small and you're going to be bending over to put your keys in there, your dog leash. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. That's great. Deliver it. And he's like, well, maybe we want it more blue. (laughs) I'm like, what? No, that's I'll happily do. My phrase is I'll happily do that. I will put together the quote for that work. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Like everything for me, like is on a contract, like with fit. And that's finish, a great like, way to put everything. It. Well, so I, I'm like, I'll happily do that for you. No problem. Let me get, the, let me work that price up for you. Uh, you'll have see, that tonight. So. This is why Mike is the contract guy and like the negotiator of the group. Like he, he's been in this industry for very long. Like he knows the perfect fu phrase that will just get them to go. Oh, there's clearly cost. So yeah, let oh send it that's, over. That's what it's, <laughs> that's what I call that. If you fuck yeah. up, clause. Yeah. <laughs> If yeah, I fuck yeah up, they, it's like if I fuck up, if you fuck up. 
So I built, I had a customer, they're a great customer and they're a repeat, repeat customer. And I don't know if they listen to this or not, but I don't care. They, uh, they're a great customer. And, uh, th- this, this is a real story and I'll be very frank with it. They, they wanted us to build a bunch of MDF boxes. They're an events company, <clears throat> not, not work I love doing, uh, but that they, they're a good customer. They're a local small business. And I really have a heart for like local small businesses. So I was like, we'll do this. So we took on all this work and we've done several things for them. Uh, we build the boxes and they were all getting prime painted and the seam lines on the joints were, you couldn't even see them once the primer went on. The customer was like, oh, aren't you going to miter them? He wanted the boxes. I'm like, no, <laughs> they're MDF boxes. Uh, I, well, that in my head, that's what I'm saying. Like, no. But in my, in my response, I said, oh, is that, did you request that on the quote? Uh, and I know they did not. And that's not what we agreed to. So that was not specified. I said, we were ha- we'll, I'll happily redo these boxes, but I still have to charge you for these boxes and we'll remake a new one. So I just, you know, that's stuff I've learned from being in the construction side of things from my family's business. But like for me, like I don't, I do have a very clear contract. So, and all mm-hmm. I try to like include every bit of fit and finish. Like uh, they're signing off on the quote, but there's like, a long line of wall of text on my quotes where it has literally everything broken down. So, um, and then I have like my, 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 uh, uh, terms and, uh, everything as another attachment <clears throat> to that as well. So I put all kinds of stuff in there just cause I don't, I try not to, I try to avoid that stuff. Trust no one. You just to cover your bases. Yeah. yeah. I try to cover my bases on every one of these things. Cause we gotta like get them done and move them. You know how it is. You gotta be, you're not making money if you're not moving them through the shop. So, um, but anyways, uh, we got, I sent them that and they were happy with it and everything worked out. Well, we're going to deliver that on Tuesday. Uh, and honestly, I really hope more customers ask for more farmhouse tables because they're so fun to make. Like I really like making them. I just don't want them in my house. They're just not my style. And we, so we, we, we did the uh, breadboard ends and this was, <laughs> we did the breadboard ends and we took a lot of material off cause these tenons are big, <laughs> big tenons. They're like, uh, they're three, they're three inch long and it's 42 inch wide piece so it's essentially a 42 inch wide by three inch long tenon for this breadboard and we did haunched tenons and stuff and a drawboard but what does haunched so much mean material. for people who don't know uh so there's like a, te- a short tenon along the whole length of it and then there's longer tenons coming out of it. so there's five long tenons but there's a tenon down the whole length to create a shoulder which gives it rigidity so because when you grab a table you grab it by the end on that breadboard and you're going to try to pick it up that gave it a lot of strength adding that shoulder yeah. uh stub tenon okay. so anyway <clears throat> and pocket um and pocket holes are so strong. I don't know if you've seen these these yeah. these pocket holes. Those new blue machines are sick. No, uh, so w- what it is is um, we the this piece is just it's just really fun to make. And I actually lost my train of thought. What was I talking about, Dan? Before you asked about stub tenants. Where's our Where's our bartender? Where, get this man another whiskey. Yeah, uh, anyway, I don't I, know. I don't know. I've been spacing I don't know. out. Who knows? Yeah, I know. You just jump. I think we're just talking about the customers changing up. I mean, the last thing was the breadboard ends and. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the, the, the build is really the fun. Oh, oh, I know what I was talking about. Uh, so we removed a bunch of material for the tenon, and there was some internal checking. And when we removed that material, it actually the checking <clears> moved <throat> up into the top, and we started getting a crack down it. So oh, no. obviously the solution is a bow tie, but not on a farmhouse-style table. That's a completely different style of table. So we ended up uh, flipping it, and we did two bow ties with that origin. I got that or- shaper origin. That thing is dope. Oh, those <laughs> like are actually thing. in that table. I thought those. Oh, were that like was that practice. table. Yeah. No, oh, no, no. That was like in that table. Practice. No. Oh, and you put no, them on the did. bottom side so they. We can't put them on the things. bottom side so you can't see it. <clears throat> so I put the two bow ties on the bottom side to stop the cracks, and then I put my medallion in there, my you know coffee custom builds medallion, and uh, yeah, it was just a good solution. It was just a fun build. I really liked it. Awesome. So that thing's that thing's all done, and then uh, we're starting this table from actually a guy from the community. He's a uh, he's like a weekend warrior woodworker. He doesn't. We're building them a 60-inch diameter quarter sawn white oak round table. And this Damn. base is sick. It's going to be so sick. I showed the guys the base. Yeah, that base is base, cool design. It's going to be crazy. Like, it's going to be a totally murdered out, full, all black, Rubio black base. But the Ooh. top is going to be like a very, like, uh, a subtle gray. So, it's it's going to match the style in their house. Uh, I wouldn't choose those colors. But they are, it is going to look really cool and modern. So, um, I'm really excited about building this table. So, we're starting that next week because... We just got word on all these grounding boxes. The customer is hot and heavy now. He, he's been gone out of the country for like a month and a half. And he's back. He just filled a bunch of these boxes, got them ready. So I got to go run tomorrow to go pick up like 10 of these things. And he just – my friend – you guys remember Ken? Yep. 
my neighbor Ken, he does he's custom guitar maker. Uh he just did a sunburst finish on a guitar and now my customer Robert's like, "Hey, well, let's do a sunburst finish on on a on a short line of these grounding boxes." I'm like, "No, Ken, what?" No, like I told I have to I've never done that, so I don't know how to do it. I got to figure all that out. I got to look into uh, using trans Time to go talk to Ken. Dying lacquers. Yeah, Ken, I'm we're going swimming and doing barbecuing on Monday, so I'm going to be uh, picking his brain. Yeah, it's going to be there's not going to be any clothes. It's going to be gross. So. Wife's coming too? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We're just going to be a bunch of empty carnauba oil bottles everywhere. And <laughs> uh, it's going to be gross. No, so we got those going. It's just, it's busy right now. Real busy. So, uh, oh, and we got those, uh, everything's dialed on those Monopoly box things. Everything's done. So we're hitting the ground running on those as soon as the material gets here. I just ordered all the eight quarter. So all the, when you say everything's done, you mean the design and everything? The customers signed off on everything. So we're, we're starting production on those. Um, we, we had to do a change on the hardware. I was originally using the Brusso side rail hinges, Ooh, but we went to, uh, yeah, they're nice, but man, they're like 40 bucks a pop, like for a set. It was crazy expensive, but we, we, we found out a fatal flaw with the, uh, <clears throat> it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. So we ended up doing, uh, these other cheaper ones from, uh. What's the company? Lee Valley. Menards. So, eh. Oh, okay. Menards. Menards <laughs> brass coated hinges. No, it's yes, uh, please. Yeah, yeah. It's it's called Frass or whatever. It's called it's Casey called Brass. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're we're getting going on those. We've got a lot of stuff going on. It's pretty pretty cool right now. It's really fun. So anyway, uh, Dan, you don't have anything going on, right? Uh, I mean, you can't talk about that stuff. You got to talk about other stuff. I have. I had a pretty big week, but we're going to talk about that on the episode that's you before mean, this. Last one. week you had a big week. Yeah. This is like podcastception. I don't even understand. So, um, uh, but I will talk about what I've been working on. I mean, obviously, everybody knows I work on my Etsy orders. I got a bunch of Etsy orders this week from the thing that I'm going to talk about on the episode that's <laughs> after this one, but before, whatever. Um, also, started. Well, I think I already talked about how I started working on those giant faux beams and everything. Um, I was yeah. in the middle of those, and then I got interrupted by the other thing, and. Uh, so my that's that's my week in a nutshell that uh, I'm not talking a whole lot about. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the Voldemort the Voldemort of woodworking. You can't. Yes, he he should not shall not be named. Yes, uh, I did forget to mention uh, <clears throat> next week we don't we aren't recording a show, but I'm doing my pricing class and Pete's actually going to be in there running IT. I'm paying Pete his exorbitant fee. He had his manager call me and hit me with his huge number. So uh, wow. we got yeah. so far we got about thirty Six, people hit, in the hit pricing. You with his huge what now? Numbers. You heard me. His huge uh, man. His, his huge. Yeah, he's going to be doing a video right after Jordan's. 125 that's a real video. Uh, that's a real. <laughs> yeah, that's a real. I think. I think that's Pete's great gonna, that, that you're doing. Uh, I think that's great you're doing a pricing. Course. Yeah, then that is yeah. that is dope. Honestly, it, like people, it, even like, it's tough. People don't know how to price. It's, and, yeah. I mean, and there's there's it. It's not. There's not one set <clears throat> way to do it. Like, nope. And it's there like, isn't. And, and it's like. Like, yeah, this is your material cost. Every market's different. Everything that people want is different. We all do custom stuff. Nothing's ever the same. It's tough. Right. It's tough. And I was explaining to my friend today, like, how I, you know, the majority of it, how I do it. He's like, well, what if what if your material cost is really low, but it takes you more time? And I'm like, then you, you figure that out at that point. But like, yeah. Right. That's what. Yeah. There's no, yep. there's no. I- <laughs> there's there there's direction to give, but there's no set way to <laughs> right. Yeah, we're, and it's like yeah, it's and like I'm, we're not we're not we're not in construction. We're in we're artists, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and my and my girlfriend is the one who really helped me lean into the fact that we're artists and not. I don't want to bash on the makers, but we're not make like we're makers, but we're artists. Like we're artists, and yeah. it takes time and it takes creativity. And what's the price you put on that on the on that? A lot. Yeah. You put a lot of price on that. That's what I say. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it, bottom. It's it. You're you're get, they're getting a custom product that no one else is going to have, and it's 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 craftsmanship and artistry. I mean, it's it's a thing. Like you, you're not the problem that people have is it's a race to the lowest price with a lot of pre- people, and there you get you hear the phrase "There's no money in woodworking." Yeah, that's no. true. If you go after try, trying to go after the lowest price Fuck every that. time, and, but you're wrong. I just had a client, yeah. in Dallas, hit me up for a table. <clears throat> And then she and then went MIA for a week and was like, "Hey, sorry, I was you know to be completely honest, 
It was having it priced out by someone else. They came in significantly lower than you. But I'm going to go with you because I think you can do it the best. And I like, get that regularly. Like, that's yeah. that's how you create a name for but, yourself. But also, but also, like you don't want to buy the cheapest shit. Like no, no you don't. Absolutely not. And I don't want like, I don't, like you don't want to make that. Like, no, you don't want to be the no. Walmart of woodworkers. No, no that's it, you, 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 you want to be making a premium product. Product and you devalue. You pay a premium for that. You devalue everyone else. This conversation is absolutely a main point of conversation in my class that I'm going to be doing. So we're we're going to be talking about that. Uh, I'm really excited to do the class. We got like 30 something people signed up already, which is awesome. Uh, so that's going to be cool. So Pete's going to be in there, and that well, that'll be next Thursday. And then also something I started doing. I just like kind of rolled this out this week as I'm uh, and not to be like the hard sell on what on stuff I'm doing, but swipe <laughs> tough. up. That's what I'm doing. Uh, so this is uh, I'm doing like drop shipping for tumblers for other people in the community, not just the community but businesses. So I've got like eight people in the community are already doing it. We, we just shipped out like 20 tumblers today. Uh, it was a super, I, I had 10 this morning and we got eight more orders. So we're doing like, cause I got that laser and we use it mostly for templates and customization and stuff, but I want to have that thing making money. So I'm trying to figure out a way to like, you know, we got, uh, there's people in the community. Tierno does the hat drop ship for people. I want to do that for tumblers for people in the community. So <clears throat> I've got several people who, if anyone's interested Message me on Instagram or email me. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this figured out. I'll get you yours. Your your logo would be sick I would on Tumblers, you. dude. You, Quick yeah, question, let's, Mike. Let's get the, yeah, you you said that you're doing the class next week. Are you talking about next week after this podcast drops, or next week when yeah, I'm on no. vacation? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I will be doing the class Thursday, July seventh at six yep. p.m. Pacific. So there we that'll go. be over Zoom. I uh, appreciate that, Dan. Thank you for clarifying because this <laughs> is next week. Uh, so anyways, um, yeah. So we're doing, just doing some, just doing some, just doing some different things here. real, baby. <laughs> we're just doing some different things over here to try to make some stuff. Oh, and the other thing. Uh, sorry, this is like, I got a bunch Mike, of stuff going on. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to Kanye you. I'm going to let you finish. Oh, uh, uh, but keep in mind, we, we we're on a hard time crunch this week. So yeah, we got to get going pretty yeah, quick yeah, yeah. here. Yep. Uh, and then last thing. On Tuesday, after this episode, which would be like the fifth, uh, my slab's getting poured for my new building. So I'm really Woo! excited about the new, the added building for the new, for the shop. So um, we're going to have two spaces and it's going to be a game changer for my business. I'm very excited about the two spaces. So uh, anyway, that's what I got going on. Let's, uh, let's jump into some questions here. We've, uh, is that cool with everyone? Yes, Sorry, please. Yeah. Steamroll. Okay. Let's go into some questions here. Uh, the first question is from Robert de Rohan, de Rohan made. Hey guys, Rob DeRohan with DeRohan Made here. Question for you on finishes. I know it's ironic timing, but I didn't actually plan it this way. I have a redwood slab that we'll be using for an outdoor bar top. And although it'll be outdoors, it's not going to be ever in direct sunlight. And we'll be storing it in the garage during the nights and wintertime. I really want a zero VOC finish and I really want that nice, natural, low sheen matte finish. I'm also okay with having to redo any kind of annual maintenance since it's going to be for our own backyard. But I do want a little bit of waterproofing since we'll have drinks on it and things like that. Any recommendations from your typical responses since this is a softwood redwood slab? Does that change anything? I certainly know one company that will not be on the list and I'm perfectly excited for that but any other guidance appreciate it who wants to go first i'll go first I, i'm really good at losing my train of thought yeah um, <laughs> go, go ahead jordan. jordan uh low voc um i mean you put worse things in your body than what's in that 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 finish so and i know i have um i uh, you sit your cucumbers you you know other shit. I don't know. I'm just saying, like you yeah. put, cherry tomatoes. You put. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna bring it in every night. I think you want. I think to, he was trolling us. I, I think. <laughs> I think you want to bring it in every night, and you're gonna do that for a week, and then you're like, "This is a pain in the ass. Let's leave it outside." Uh, <clears throat> I would use general finishes exterior 450, um, or just let it let it do its thing. Redwood is for exterior stuff. Let it do its yes. thing. Sand it. Put an oil on it. Maybe Odie's. 
I would honestly. The animals fell backwards. Yeah, I know. I saw he was like, started boiling. <laughs> Steam's coming out of his headphones. Dan, earmuffs. Uh, yeah, dude, like, just let it, like, out. out, out you're, you're, you are not going to beat Mother Nature. I have put eight coats of exterior 450. It's a hundred gallon, $100 a gallon. It's like, and it's UV protectant and it's the top of the line shit. You're not going to carry it back inside your garage. It's, it's, you just let it do its thing. That's my, that's, that's what I say. As, as outdoor furniture, good luck. Dan. I've never used the General Finishes uh, exterior 450. Is that what you said? Yeah. But if Jordan swears by it, then I I would tend to agree with him. I, I have no reason to doubt him. Um, also, you know, there's a ton of other products. Rubio actually makes a, an outdoor finish as well. Uh, it's it's a little tough to get, but they do make it. And um, it's also a stain though too, because the pigments are what stops the UV. Like it yes. changes the color. It's not. Like clear, I would, yeah, so. I was kind of getting there. I was, uh, you know, put some color on there and and help block some of that UV light. Um, you can also use Halcyon from Total Boat. One thing I learned from Total Boat themselves because I was having a conversation because I actually uh, had to go refinish a uh, the outdoor shower that I built last year. Um, it it lightened up a lot because I used that I used that uh, Cambia ash that thermally modified ash. And it lightened up a lot, and the client was a little upset with that. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, so was I. And they had every right to be upset because I, I you know, I, I pitched <laughs> that product at them because I was like, this is dark and beautiful, and it's made for outdoors. So, um, but anyways, long story short, I was talking to Total Boat about that, and they're like, yeah, when when you're dealing with the sun, you have to take into consideration two extra coats of finish for the sun itself. And then you're going to have to replace those two coats every year. Mm. So that's why people who build boats do like six to eight coats on their boat because, you know, four coats underneath the six to eight mm. is for the actual finish. And then the two on top are the two that you're going to have to replace every year. They're going to uh, sand so, back instead of sanding all the way back to the wood. Absolutely. Right. And like Jordan said, redwood is made for outdoors. I mean, well, not made for outdoors. It's not like we genetically modified it for the outdoors, but it's great for, it's a great outdoor product. So, uh, I, technology. I, I, I would, I would agree with Jordan there as well. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's naturally rot resistant and bug resistant. So <laughs> let it just do its thing. I mean, there's a there's a lot of options out there, and I would not use that oat product because F the, thing, the thing is, is that when you when you if you if you're gonna lather that that wood and and finish, and then it you know it's gonna like I said, you're never ever 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 gonna beat Mother Nature. It, Mother when, Nature it, remains undefeated, and and mm-hmm. it, when it fades <clears throat> when it fades through, and your finish yellows. No matter what it is, <laughs> I think I, sorry to all the Finnish people out there, all the Finnish companies, but like when it when it tarnishes, you're going to have to sand down to the wood again. And once you pass that layer of wood, you've got a new layer. Let it do its thing in a year, bust out an orbital, spend an hour on it, and call it a day. Like yeah, it's not, like maybe twice a year. Like if you if you do a good job sanding it and finishing it without finish, let it do its thing. Petey, what do you think? Uh, so before I was what I would consider a woodworker, I was just like doing stuff, and some of it was outdoor tables and Adirondack chairs and stuff. Um, back then, I even used stuff like I looked at decking products because I didn't know so much about like um, you know epoxies varnishes things like that i just looked at like thompson's water seal and some of those like stain products some of them are clear some are amber some are more of a stain so if that's what you're going for obviously and this you might not want to cover up the redwood you might want to who knows um but the biggest mistake i've ever done on a table outside is i only covered the stuff you can see (laughs) oh you didn't do do the bottom (laughs) yeah so but back then i didn't know so now now what i use is halcyon but Dan, that's really good to know what you said because I, yeah, I Kristen think I, from Total I don't think Boat I've dropped some knowledge bombs on me. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've ever gone past three coats uh, on outside. Definitely more than two, like two to three is usually my go-to for outside. So I'll, I'll be going with way more coats. Six, um, six is mine for outside. Yeah, 
Six for outside is good. And one thing that I learned from uh, actually from Spagnolo when I was watching his videos on outdoor finishes is really, really seal the end grain, especially any end grain that's touching the ground. Uh, he actually flips the tables upside down and puts tape around it and pours epoxy. And so it soaks in and the epoxy becomes like the foot almost. Interesting. Uh, I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea. But seal that end grain yeah, and that hit video. every side of the wood. Uh, and I will call out his video. He has a video where he does a bunch of different finishes from like Verithanes and all these other ones. Uh, I'm sorry, Epithanes, all that. Mike, what do you think? You do a bunch of stuff for pretty crazy weather out there in Cali. Yeah, we don't get much weather. Not like you guys see. I mean, uh, but <laughs> it's either I, flaming, like literally flames or constant yeah. rain. <laughs> yeah. It's, so we got like, I have a few options. I like, um, I like Halcyon. I think it's a good exterior finish. You do need to get a lot out there. Jordan's 100% right about Redwood. It is, an, it is a wood made for exterior. I mean, the problem with leaving it bare is it's going to get a lot of stains. But you sand it, it's gone. Um, so it's not like a huge solution or a huge a huge problem. Um, you do need to get like six coats of finish on an exterior thing. I mean, it's it really is a lot. And when it goes bad and it will go bad, you're going to have to take it all the way back. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You could do like a tinted finish. Uh, that'll help <laughs> with the, uh, the pigments in there will help inhibit the uvs the uvs are what kills it that's the bottom line so um i like uh target coatings 9300 urethane has a good uh uv inhibitor you could mix some trans tint into that and that will help you uh you could mix some mix all into that that will help you uh same with the halcyon but then you're changing the color of the wood so uh we're actually doing that some testing with that to do to get some uh amber color out of some pretty clear lacquer um but that's an option um Rubio's exterior finish, like Dan mentioned, uh, it is basic. It does have dyes in it, though. It, it's going to change the color. The Rubio exterior ha- is has dyes built into it, so it's going to change the color no matter what. Um, I would say if you own it, I would go that route because it is a f- it's a process you're very familiar with, and I would definitely try to get the easiest maintenance on that thing. So, yeah. um, but the easiest maintenance is what Jordan said: <laughs> leave that thing bare. Yeah, yeah, and, and go to town. It's, Going raw dog it. I think also yeah. when it, if you're doing commercial stuff, um, maybe do a couple layers. Do your, do your six coats. Um, but for home home use, you know, restaurant owners, bar owners aren't going to want to. They don't close, so that the time to 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 refinish and let something dry for six coats is not a thing. Right. Yeah, sometimes you have to start getting into like industrial coatings and stuff, and it's gross, nasty stuff. Yeah, and no, I you got to think about that, what you want to chase down. Yeah, and it goes back to we've all we've all put worse things in our body. Uh, if it doesn't right, if, if it's if it doesn't <laughs> if it doesn't smell good, it probably it's probably working. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good a- stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's jump into this question from uh, Thomas. He's our friend from France. He's got this for Jordan. French. Hey guys, it's Thomas from France and I have some questions. Since you recently joined the I Almost Lost a Finger or More Club, I was wondering if you had changed your way of woodworking, uh, something like maybe getting a solo stop or having a way to force yourself to stay out, out of the autopilot mode or maybe just, just change any other habits you had. Jordan, I listened to a podcast you did. I think it was building a furniture brand one year ago and you mentioned having trouble not being too friendly with your customer and sometimes they try to kind of step over you. I'm not just actually the right expression, but have you since managed to find a way to balance balance your relationship with your customer? And if you did, how? Thank you, guys. Have a great podcast. Bye. That's his uh, sister, right, Pete? His yeah. sister playing the <laughs> playing the outro. Uh, Come on, so, hey, I love this guy. To, the, he's great. Can he wants wait, to did, know. Can we? But did he up? ask if if the, uh, you're, when you were talking about the relationship with the customer that you were not nice or that you were too nice? I think he was I, saying Jordan's too nice. 
I oh, think I, I understood it. The also, other if way. you don't remember this happening, you can just be like, "Hey, I never said that." Just bro, lie and then move forward. No, no, I, I know. <laughs> it works for Dan. I know what, <clears throat> what he's referencing, and I had this conversation today uh, with a friend, fellow woodworker. But I, I, what, he, what he's referencing and is a is also a frequent question that's asked to me is like, "What separates you from other woodworkers and furniture makers?" And it, it's the fact that I build a relationship with my clients or I build a relationship with my interior designers and we're friends. Like um, mm-hmm. I, I've been doing this for 10 years now and I recently, as of like, I don't know, three days ago, got an, uh, an email saying, Hey Jordan, it's Ginny. Uh, we just had our first, first kid and you know, he's 10 months old, but keeps bumping in and, to the coffee table that you made us and it was the first one that you ever sold I feel weird getting rid of it or selling it do you want it back <laughs> what? Had, had I not developed a relationship with this person probably would not have received that email no and, you know what I mean and I, that's awesome I want interesting email to get yeah, but I'm, I'm so, so good. And, I don't even know what yeah. this thing looks like. I have zero idea what I'm walking into. <laughs> like this thing could. You're gonna walk in this, and go, ah, it's fine. <laughs> Start throwing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Depot select. Pine. <laughs> uh, I think it's important to develop relationships. I think. I think that you know you use your judgment, but it's also like you know you you. Hopefully, you can read people, and you can read people's energy, and you know where you're at from the first second. Um, you know, you know when to be professional, and you know when that you can be friendly. And uh, so, there's no did I learn anything from that? It's 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 just trusting your gut, Tomas. And, and his other question was. Are you planning on getting has the, the incident? Yeah, has the incident changed how you you're woodworking? So to, the way you work, Tomas. Uh, the it no, it's, it hasn't changed. We were just discussing this on the pre pre show. Pre 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 the pre pre the pretty pre 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 show. Uh, it, as soon as I got out of the ER, I came back to the shop, and it was a little weird unlocking the front door, coming into the office. And I was like, how much time had passed? And the first thing I had to do was go back to the table saw, turn it on, and stand in front of it and look at it and understand it and almost have like a new appreciation for it. But I wasn't scared of it. I'm still not scared of it. I used it today with my finger fucked up. Uh, And it's not a different practice. What I did, I'm going to do again. And... And I'm going to do it again and again and again. Not, and again. not the cutting of yourself. No, just the but like you technique know, you use for cutting the wood. What <laughs> you know, I was talking about the blade guard, but you know what? What I was more concerned about was the time it was going to take me to take out the insert to put in the blade guard, which is attached to the dust collection. And in my head, I was like, I'm not concerned. I wasn't concerned about the blade guard. I was concerned that. I was like, I don't think I'm worried about that much dust off of one cut. So I don't care about the dust collection. I can blast, I can use my air compressor and can blow off my table saw when I'm done because it's just one cut. Had I put the dust collection on, the <clears throat> blade guard would have been attached and I subconsciously wouldn't have not done this because I've been like, that's in the way. I need to move it here. Because the dust collection wasn't here attached to the blade guard, I went like this and I grazed Swiped your hand across it. And that was it. And had that thing, like we were talking about however long ago, been an inch higher. Three hours. (laughs) Ten hours ago. Ten hours ago when we started. (laughs) You know, before Mike started talking about his slabs. Like, I I would have lost that. Yeah. Man, you got lucky. Like, so lucky. And, and, and it was it was a sixteenth or a thirty second above my wood. And some people like to see the saw blade. If I can see the line, I'm golden. So it yeah. hasn't really changed my practice. It's not gonna change my practice. I did buy a saw stop. I did not buy a saw stop for myself. Uh, it's nice to know that I'm covered. But having employees in my shop who are not as comfortable 
or skilled on the sauce and they don't know what to listen for. They don't know how the <clears throat> sauce is supposed to perform. So if it makes a different noise or if it's binding, what's going to happen? If it's pinching, what's going to happen? So I bought a sauce stop so that if I have to leave for a meeting or if I need to give him a key so he can open up the shop and I'm going to be out of town, he's not going to, he's not going to, this isn't going to happen to him. So this was uh-huh. lucky. This is lucky that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> And I didn't have my blade high because I see people all the time with that thing raised. And I'm like, you, yeah. like, don't. It would have been gone. Like, the, you're the, just creating danger. That's all you're doing yeah. is creating danger. That's the thing, though. Like, you just, you just barely touched on this. You know what you're doing, and it still happened. Totally. Mm-hmm. Even the best of us can make mistakes mm-hmm. like that. Yep. 100%. You always have to be aware of your surroundings. I mean, one tiny little slip up, and it's gone. That's it. That was gone. a great snap. Yeah, yeah, you like that? that was pretty good great. at that. Can you do it's the hot. It's hot. Woo! Ooh. Oh, my be great on a mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me try. Oh, wait, I can't. Yeah. Oh, 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 I was flexing <laughs> on you, see? We're going we're gonna to try it anyway. Here we go, here we go. Oh, God, he's going to... Op- don't open it. It breaks off. No! And another thing, another thing you 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 were talking about is, and I think is a really great point is you have to get over that fear like right away, especially if this is your job and this is how you you provide for your family or pay your mortgage or whatever. You know, you came right back on the shop and you stood in front of that saw and you turned it right back on. I mean, I mean, you just really have to get over it. Yeah, I, and I, that's a great way to do it. I mean, just face your fear. Let me tell you this: the the the, the, the I was telling you guys about the dresser that I'm making. And the nightstands, and I literally just got uh, a text from, from her, and she said, "So, hey, Jordan, how are you?" That was supposed to be a credenza and a table. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want blood splatter on that. I'm like, you know what? It's, hey, it's handmade. But she said, "Hey, <laughs> how you? How, how you feeling? I was worried about you." And I said, "Thank you. I'm healing fine. Currently on a podcast talking about the finger." And she said, "Oh, damn. Let me know when it's out." And, but, you know, but, cool. but the clients, for the, you know, what I emailed them immediately that day, I was like, hey, shove my hand down the throat of my, my table saw. Gonna, I'm going to be out. But I won. The table saw got fucked up. But I'm okay. Right. That thing's in pieces. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fuck that thing up, man. Oh, no! Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> oh, God. but yeah perfect but, you know well, but that, we're just- that right there is a prime example of developing relationships with your clients to where they're like hey are you how are you feeling i don't care about the project yeah. I, but how are you how are you, you that's know, awesome that, that, that's you great. have to do that with these kind of things yeah, this isn't great. like you're you're like yeah you're this isn't like uh it's it's a special thing you're making for them so you got to make it a special experience for them too so 100 that's part of the the whole thing so yeah well we're I glad you didn't die project, susan yeah, we're glad you didn't <laughs> die. We're glad you uh, everything's growing back. Yeah. And actually, I heard you're growing another finger back, which is cool. You got a, a sixth finger, which is dope. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. I have, <laughs> and, uh, I, I've been yeah. having really weird, lucid dreams and like like really weird Ooh. dreams. But I had a dream that it was like it like fell off, but then it grew back like this. <laughs> like a tree branch. Oh, you got wood in your veins, baby. Let's go propagate. That finger's going to have seven knuckles on it. Yeah. Like a seven knuckler? A seven, seven knuckle Jordan. That's what they speaking call it. Seven, seven knuckles deep. Probably get yes. ready for the next yeah, one. Yeah, speaking of seven knuckles, thanks for joining us, Jordan. Uh, we really appreciate we really appreciate you coming on the show. I think that's a show uh, title Seven Knuckles Deep yeah, with Jordan Goats. Seven Knuckles Deep with Jordan Goats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to write that down because that's absolutely the name of the episode. Um, actually, it's like hey, between two ferns. Guys, that, that's a real. Gross. That's a real. Seven knuckles deep. That's a real. <laughs> that's seven a knuckles real. deep. Yeah. No, big thanks to you, man, for joining us. We really appreciate it. We we're glad we were able to finally make this happen. Uh, and uh, we're glad you're getting better. Uh, you'll be up and running in no time. Excited to see what you can cut with that saw stop. I mean, we know you can cut wood, but you can't I'm cut. I'm looking forward to the 10,000 so. follower wiener cut. Oh, you know man. The wiener cut on the sled is going to be dope. The wiener sled? <laughs> custom wiener sled. No. <laughs> hey, hey, li- hey, link in bio for anyone else that wants to buy a wiener sled. <laughs> plans Lincoln bio yeah. for plans for my wiener we're we we using off cuts it's only 8 inches we thought Wobie was cool with this like this table slaw lay thing wait for the wait for my table slaw 
his, my, his dildo lane. My, my, ta- my, my table <laughs> slot dildo lane. <laughs> oh, yeah. My table yeah, slot. Was... My table slot. Sl- oh my god. <laughs> table slot. All right, this is in the paint, real bad. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us this week, guys. Uh, we'll, we hope you had a we hope you had a good Fourth of July Independence Day celebration for those in the states. If you aren't in the oh, states, yes. uh, you know we'll see you. We'll yeah, happy Fourth. Uh, yeah, everyone, take it easy. We'll be back in ten minutes with another episode that's actually going <laughs> to air before this. So it's very confusing. It's podcastception. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Love bye. Bye. Love you a long time. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs>